Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, you know what? You people are monsters. Yes, we have freedom of speech and of the press in this country, and that is a beautiful thing. So if a morally bankrupt gang of racist bloggers, anarchists, dominionist radio hosts, and rancid women haters want to call themselves journalists, no one can stop you. But you are part of the reason that no one trusts the real press. These journalists work day and night to find the truth write it down or tell it to a camera and sometimes they fuck it up but when they do they apologize most of the time they chase down stories even when the stories put them in danger and their phone batteries die because of all the pepes tweeting abuse at them and you pretend to be them ruining their reputation at least among people too stupid to tell the difference you are the dregs of a free society we have to let you exist but we do not have to listen to you so Samantha Bee will be spending the evening with real reporters. And by the way, to answer your question, yes, of course she's a witch. We're all witches. That's a full lit, everybody. Enjoy the dinner. Hello, witches. Let's do this. Hi, guys. My name is Andrea. Welcome to the POC podcast. I want to welcome my co-host, the amazing Carla. And the wonderful Maite. Hi, Maite. Hi! How are you guys? We are good. Well, I am good. I don't know about how Carla's doing. <laughs> you guys. I feel good. I feel good. We survived 100 days. And we're not dead yet. This is good. Democracy, maybe. Kicking and screaming. We're fighting. But democracy, I think, is still alive. But I'm sorry. It's, I think it, you should characterize it. I think it's on life support. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a hard time arguing with you on that one. But, uh... We got some great doctors trying to save it. We're all up in there. It's like a code blue with the best doctors in the world all up in there making things happen. The tennis ball machine was, again, in full effect this week because that's how they roll. Let's kick it off with Monday. The State Department decided it would be a cute idea to post a blog post. I'm into social media. I'm all about it. What, is, what were they talking about in the blog post? They were fucking touting Mar-a-Lago. No shame in their game, guys. Nobody thought this is a bad idea. Why are we Why are we advertising Mar-a-Lago? No question. Isn't the State Department one of the departments that have they have not hired people for? Yes. So who wrote the blog post? Who actually posted it? And who vetted it? Well, I, I mean, was probably just Trump. Trump. Yeah. Trump Jr. Trump Jr. Somebody. Trump female. Trump. Male. Ivanka, Jared, because, you know, Jared does everything at the White House. Got to be Jared. <laughs> but, you know, then they're both saying excuses. We just want to show where the president is taking everybody when they come into the country. That's all we're doing. We're not doing anything wrong. Taking them in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, that's issue one, but whatever. Tuesday also saw confirmation by Axios that the Russian-linked hackers that went after Clinton's data are now targeting Macron in France. Surprising no one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Unless you've been living under a rock, this is... They're, like, not even trying to hide anymore. 
Tuesday, we got some awesome news. Sally Yates, former acting attorney general, will testify on March 8th. I, for one, cannot wait to see the the Senate hearing all about Russia meddling with the 2016 election. Russia. Trump, Russia. My bad. I meant May 8th. Good catch, Carla. I think but I can't wait that long. <laughs> yeah, twenty. I don't even. Yeah, maybe that's what she was originally set to testify, and I just had it in the back. Yeah, I think so. That was my original calendar appointment. That's what happened. The White House has no shame. We've we've just covered this, but apparently the House Oversight Committee has a little bit of shame. They decided maybe we should take a peek at some of the shit that's happening with Trump Russia. Maybe take a look at what the hell happened with Michael Flynn. So they asked the White House for some documentation. You know, seems legit. And the White House said no. I want to play to you the chairman of the Oversight Committee and how he feels when people don't give him documentation. What is it that I, as a member of Congress, or any member on this Congress, either side of the aisle, what is it that you believe we don't have the right to see? See, this is the way our our government works. We get to do oversight. That's why since 1814, this committee has been doing that. See, it's trust but verify is how it works. You don't get to decide what I get to see. I get to see it all. I was elected by some 800,000 people to come to Congress and see classified information. I was elected by my colleagues here to be the chairman of this committee. Impressive, right? Except that's not what he told Trump. That's what he told Hillary Clinton's, during the Hillary Clinton investigation to the FBI about classification bullshit. Why don't I know what's classified and what's not? And when it was classified and when it was declassified and when it was changed? I want to see it all. And what has he said about Trump not giving him documentation? Okay. I, got, I got nothing. <laughs> no shame. I'm okay with you, boo. This is what you do, boo. you <laughs> Then we're going to talk about Chaffetz next, but he, when they asked him about Flynn, he's like, well, there's no sign that he complied with the law. <laughs> he's like, I can't even bring himself to say he did something wrong. And, and we'll come back to Chaffetz, but I just thought I would play how passionate and how excited he was about, you got to show me all the documents. But not for Trump. See, you, you threw me for a loop there. I, <laughs> it's a setup. It was a setup. I thought we were going to have to clap for him, right? No, no. Yeah, <laughs> he's, no. he's still full of shit. You <laughs> thought you were going to vote for him? <laughs> so, speaking of booze, the Germans, they are no nonsense people. And while Ivanka was gallivanting in Germany, trying to pretend like she's cool and like she's kind of some spokesperson for our country. The German crowds booed her uh, after she tried to say that her father is a tremendous champion for supporting families. Now, the German people we can clap for. (laughs) (laughs) Tuesday continues, and another judicial setback. See, this is part of the, the ER team that's saving our democracy, Carla. The judiciary coming in full force, and they're like, yeah, about you withholding money from sanctuary cities? That's not gonna work out for us. So that shit's blocked. That was kind of awesome. So again, another, another legislative failure for Gidolini. Go legislative branch. <laughs> we'll move on to Wednesday, where the FCC chair unveiled a plan to roll back net neutrality. To which we say, listen, we're trying to have a podcast up in here. 
and we'd like people to go and be able to listen to it and see it and share it on Facebook. So could you not <laughs> fuck up our internet? It, we would appreciate it. I, I'm just that's a very personal one for me. I'd like our podcast. Are you? <laughs> this is personal. It's personal. <laughs> The concept of net neutrality is just trying to make it fair mm-hmm. that you shouldn't have to pay more to access the content. Yep. Or provide the content. I mean, and it's and just... Set up networks where, for example, if you believe in X, you can get to it quicker because you're paying Comcast for it. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think it's pivotal. Information is power. And in a day and age filled with alternative facts, we need some actual facts and some good sources and some good investigative journalism and some good everything or just some fun site that I want to see and I don't want to have to be throttled. Well, it, also, it also speaks about a question of privacy. Mm-hmm. They have been rolling back privacy requirements. And you remember that West Wing episode where Bart was interviewing Supreme Court judges and he and they were talking about how privacy is going to be the issue of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like Basically, at this point, you have little control over your data and what control you have, the government is taking away to make yeah. a buck for someone else. Agreed, agreed. We are not about this neutrality rolling back business. No, no. But you know what's really funny? Mm. You know that... Um, that resistance is being led by the porn sites. <laughs> yes. well, they know how to work Joe Media. <laughs> they know how to wink a wanker. <laughs> I don't think I can top that comment. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go back to a downer. <laughs> and let's talk about Trump's bullshit tax plan. He issued literally, I'm not exaggerating, a one-page document. That was his tax plan. And I'm not talking about, like, full of information, but, like, 18 font, double-spaced, like, <laughs> there's nothing in there. Uh, but we did get some major some major key points. There's going to be a larger standard deduction that would mean lower tax bills for some, calling for doubling the standard deduction that people can claim. So instead of the 2400 it would be 2400 instead of the 1216, 1216 that's, that is now. So that one's actually an okay one. However, he is getting rid of most tax deductions, so all the rid of tax deductions are eliminated with the exceptions of deductions related to homeownership and charitable giving. So basically, the majority of deductions oh. that middle class uses, they're gone. It protects deductions that really benefit suburbia, but screw cities, because the majority of cities have renters. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For more of their population. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not everybody owns a home or, or anything but- like that, so... So if you own a house or you could have enough income to give to charities, then you're all okay because you're the most needy ones. Exactly. You're the one that really needs that tax cut. There's also going to be fewer tax brackets. They would reduce the seven tax brackets to three with effective tax rates of 10, 25, and 35%. What I'm wondering is what are those brackets going to be like? Poor billionaires and and really really big billionaires like what are the brackets gonna be like we don't know they don't know they don't know either i'm sure they don't either but it just like to do that you have to have really big wages here covered in those three uh ranges so i mean it just seems like you're affecting way too many people with that so gonna be uh reduced taxes on the wealthy the plan calls for eliminating two key tax provisions that traditionally affect higher earners 
the alternative minimum tax and the estate tax. So I wonder who that's going to benefit. I'm going to go with uh, the Trump kid and all his friends' kids. <laughs> Here's a kicker. It's going to lower tax rate for business owners. That sounds good. Except that lowering the tax rate from 39 to 6, which is currently what it is now, is going to be 15%. And that's going to cause a huge-ass deficit. So where's the rest of the money coming from? How are you going to pay for shit? What are we doing, guys? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I think if all of us had presented that tax plan as a paper in college, we would have failed the class. I mean, it legit was a one-page thing. I swear to God, I think it was like 18 font, double space, like not even a full page. I can't. I mean, but he should have just written one sentence, like two sentences. Money for the rich. <laughs> no, screw the poor. Good point. A few morons middle class for voting for me. Good point. And hey, rich people, it's hey. all right. Let's go play golf. Let's go play some golf. Motherfucker. Here's my favorite part of Wednesday. Trump's immigration team created an immigrant crime hotline. The Department of Homeland Security opened up a new office called Voice to serve the needs of crime victims and their families who have been impacted by the uh, crimes committed by criminal aliens. Because, you know, all aliens are bad. The beauty of it is the resistance took over the shit. And they decided to uh, troll the hotline with calls about actual UFOs, lines from the X-Files saying the truth is out there. Basically, here's the number for Trump's hotline to report criminal aliens. Please do not call the number and describe X-Files plots. Go ahead. (laughs) Some people have done that. and I I feel like I should sing the X-Files theme song right now. I feel like we should, uh, after we get done recording, we should call voice hotline i'll leave them a message and as our resident dex files lover carla i think you should give us the plot to to call in i was thinking there's an alien living in a gold castle in the middle of my city taking up all my tax money to secure her ass can you please get her to the white house you know how we were talking about how we were we almost had to give you know a hand uh, to Jason to Jason Chaffetz because he was actually doing some oversighting. Since he wants nothing to do with this Trump idea, he's like, how am I going to get the fuck out of here so I don't have to pretend like I care about this shit? I know. I'm going to have to have a surgery. Yeah, that's right. He literally put an x-ray of his foot that he's like, apparently I had some really bad accident and I have some aluminum in there and I need to have it readjusted. It's not like you have to have heart surgery or some emergent. You need to have it now because of your health. No, no, no. It's elective surgery that he could have maybe worked around. But he's like, I'm going to be gone for like three to four weeks. You guys work this out. On the other hand, he, if, if he ends up going to jail for obstruction of justice and treason and any of those things, he might want to just like get, a, get his health care taken care of before he goes into the slammer. Yeah, or before the fuckers actually try to attempt to continue to get rid of Obamacare. So maybe he's like, oh, yeah, my Obamacare is about to run out. <laughs> I, need to, I need to fix my foot so I can put it in my mouth again. Because <laughs> that's how I roll. All right, so because my favorite subject, we're back to Trump Russia. James Comey is going to testify in the Senate. He's going to testify uh, on May 3rd. Wednesday, May 3rd. So that's exciting. We'll have to put that in our calendar as well. 
After all that talk in the campaign that NAFTA was the worst thing ever dreamt of because it was a Bill Clinton initiative, and obviously Hillary supported it or some bullshit, and it's the death of the working class and, you know, white America and the Rust Belt and fuck NAFTA. He had a little chat with Peña Nieto and Trudeau. Oh, no, NAFTA's cool. We're good now. We're going to renegotiate, but we're cool. After all that bullshit, we cool now. De la boca afuera. Mm-hmm. He must have missed that NAFTA briefing when he was doing the transition. <sighs> Who showed him where Puerto Rico was on the map? <laughs> oh, maybe it was Lin Manuel. <laughs> Boys everywhere. <laughs> trying to get something done. So, all right, let's move to Thursday, guys. Thursdays, CNN found new documents that show Michael Flynn was warned not to take foreign funds as he entered retirement. Former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn was warned by the Defense Intelligence Agency in 2014 against accepting foreign payments as he entered retirement, according to new documents obtained by the Oversight Committee. The Inspector General of the Department of Defense has opened up an investigation on our buddy Flynn, uh, according to a letter on April. Letter sent April 8th, 11th, uh, released by the Democrats on the Oversight Committee on Thursday. So basically, he was warned, he was given an explanation, and nevertheless, he persisted. <laughs> <laughs> and we are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a fucking paper trail, as there always is with these fools. It's like standard document. Like, it's a big deal. It's not like, oh, I didn't read that part of the employee, but like employee handbook. That's like hardcore entry and exit training. And he was pretty high ranking where he probably had to give that talk to other people. So he magically forgot. Oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to talk to other governments without getting permission. Thursday also saw a crazy Reuters interview with Trump where he said there's a major chance we could end up having a major, major conflict with North Korea. Absolutely. <laughs> Just, he's all bark. All bark. <laughs> Which takes us to Friday. Friday, Trump signed another executive order to reverse Obama's ban on offshore drilling. Thanks a lot. So there goes fracking. Gonna f- screw us over and mess up our waters and... Just it's gonna give permissions for offshore drilling in the Gulf uh, Gulf of Mexico and the East Coast of the U.S. Um, he's basically saying, "What did Obama do to help the environment? What can it do to bring it back?" This idiot still does not grasp that his words have power, even as much idiotic and as stupid as we all think he is. What happened in response to his little bullshit? Like we could end up in a major, major conflict with North Korea. Absolutely. Well, the North Korea has decided to do a missile test on Friday. Yes, it failed. But still, they're basically like, we're not scared of you. We're still going to do our shit. We're going to blow shit up. But and you know what? Their missiles, uh, missile range only goes to, like, Hawaii or Seattle. So, you know, they well, can do away with that. Well, this this one got pretty far and farther than they've ever been. So I feel like even though they're failing, they're getting progressively, progressively closer to actually getting to Japan, or South Korea, or God forbid, anywhere else you know and imagine what they're pumping into the environment this is yeah ridiculous just to see like it's it's just because the other one pissed them off like we have two crazy ones going at each other it's insane 
for no regard for oh, the Pisces all love each other. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Apparently, there may be a government shutdown. Possibly, maybe. Uh, they have they have a funding agreement. No, I know, but until September. Uh, you're getting ahead of me, woman. <laughs> We're still on Friday. <laughs> So they're like, all we could do for right now, because even though we have a majority, we can't get our shit together. We'll give you till May 5th. That's all we can do. That was on Friday. (laughs) So Saturday, we saw the People's Climate March, which was amazing. Lots of people all over the world, you know, per usual now, the weekend tradition is we need a, we need a, a march to go to. Protest is the new brunch. It's how we roll on the weekends. So People's Climate March saw a huge number. Like, oh, I think they were saying somewhere between 150,000 and 200,000 people stormed the White House, pretty much, which is pretty awesome. I don't know if you guys remember that gate, that Gettysburg Address that Trump had. That everybody's like, why is he going to Lincoln's? Like that was such a divisive speech at the, towards the end of the campaign, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But this particular speech on Saturday was so divisive. It was basically. Instead of going to the correspondence dinner, Trump just threw himself a like hundred day party with his brethren in in Pennsylvania to tout his accomplishments, aka nothing. But he was feeding them red meat and feeding them bullshit and lies about how he's done so much and oh my god, I'm so great and kiss my ass. And look at all those liberals over there crying. The Hollywood people and the press are going to console themselves in a ballroom over there without the president because I'm so cool. It was it was the most divisive thing. It was basically like, no, 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 my base. I still got you. We're still going to build that wall. We're still going to lock her up. Uh, fuck the Democrats. <laughs> it was basically like, if you didn't vote for me, fuck you. Like, I don't care. I'm. This is who I am. And maybe you'll actually get it now. But it was, it was a very disturbing speech. It was a very presidential speech, right? Yes, yes. Every, yeah. I was just disgusted, uh, and I made the mistake of, like, turning on to CNN because I was like, oh, I want to see the correspondence dinner, and I thought it was an A, but it wasn't. So instead, they were having the idiot giving his bloviating bullshit. So, yeah, that was I'm awful. so happy I was away. Oh, so <laughs> awful. But then the correspondence dinner happened, and that was pretty great. They were like, fuck it, we're going we're gonna to talk about the freedom of press. Bernstein was there, um, you know, talking about how... So it was fantastic. You know, the roasting still happened, even though he wasn't there. And then Samantha Bee had her own show, The Not Correspondence Dinner, which was pretty phenomenal on its own right as well. Hopefully she'll continue to do that every year because it was amazing. Yeah, Um, the correspondence correspondence dinner was really good. mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a good balance of like good balance of making fun of Trump and talking about free press. And I thought it was good. Yeah, it was, it was highlighting the bullshit mm-hmm. that has been going on. Yes, indeed. Let's take this to Sunday. So Sunday, April 30th. And also, as you guys touted, we now have a spending bill through September. And my favorite thing about the spending bill is that basically what it includes is amazing. There's Yes, there's 1.5 for border security. But there's no funding for that fucking wall. <laughs> there's no money for deportation force or san- or no cuts to sanctuary cities. They gave him more money for sp- uh, for defense spending. There is no cuts for plan for Planned Parenthood. Go maite. 
Yep. We're <laughs> still here fighting. Increase, uh, there's an increase in clean energy and science funding. Go us. The energy efficiency renewable energy is up to 17 million over the fiscal year. Parmer, uh, Department of Energy and Science got 42 million additional. There is a permanent fix for minors' health insurance now. And 295 for Puerto Rico's Medicaid. So they're not going to be losing their money. There's a disaster well, not pack. all of it. Oh, yeah. Look, we care, look, we care about the brown people. <laughs> There's a disaster package funding for California, West Virginia, Louisiana, and North Carolina. An increased funding for transit infrastructure grants and the opioid epidemic. There is restoration of a year-round year grant, year round Pell Grants. And refunds for West Palm Beach and New York City for Trump security. Hell yeah, motherfucker. I'm glad my taxes are not paying for this bullshit. Even though technically they are, because it's coming out of the budget. But it's like from Peter paying Peter. No, robbing Paul to pay Peter. Is that how it goes? But at least it's not directly out of my taxes, so it hurts a little bit less. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause I know it, what you're saying. It literally costs half a million dollars to keep this girl away from her husband. <laughs> why? Girl, just leave. Just why do I have to put that bill? If you don't want to be with the man, get the fuck out. There's a clause in their marriage. He, she has to be married. She probably has to be married to him for like a certain amount of years before she can cash out. I'm yeah. sure. That, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but uh, basically, what happened and all this good stuff that we're excited about, what what the breakdown is, <laughs> the crazy. Uh, Tea Party people, the Freedom Caucus, they were like, oh no, not government. We're not funding that because government's stupid. We don't want to fund the government. They suck. So Paul Ryan was like, oh fuck, I need funds somehow. I, I need, what do I do? Continue with your rant. <laughs> so basically, what happened is that the fucking Republicans are such a mess that they don't even have their shit together. The Freedom, Ca- the Freedom Caucus is like, I'm not paying for anything because the government sucks. They're stupid. They waste the money. We're not paying for anything. So basically, Paul Ryan's like, oh, fuck. I'm going to have to talk to Democrats about getting some money. What, what do I do? Okay, Democrats, what do you want? So they're like, you can't. Democrats are like, you're not going to vote for Obamacare repeal. That's one this week if you want us to sign off on this shit. Two, you better not touch Planned Parenthood. You better give me money for Puerto Rico. <laughs> you better pay West Palm Beach and New York Infrastructure. You better pay West Palm Beach and New York City back. And all right, we're, we'll give you some money for border security, but we're not paying for that fucking wall. <laughs> Nobody is. <laughs> so that's how we got to where we are. At least in September. And, and can we give a shout out to my very own Senator Patty Murray? Because... She's on the Appropriations Committee and she's a ranking member and she is amazing. And it's the second time around, not even the second, like the most bazillionth time that she's done this. Gotten the budget through with Paul Ryan and I just. Props, props to her. She deserves them. And that's the week, guys. And we survived 100 days. Barely. I figure normally we would do our Endgame segment where we would talk about all kinds of cool stuff in that week. But I think it seems momentous to talk about the surviving of the 100 days that we did. So shall we talk about it, ladies? Sure. So I'm going to break down some facts, some numbers, and then we can just talk about how he feels about the 100 days. Uh, Okay. Travel by country. I'm just going to do the last four presidents, right? So... At this point in office, Bush had Clinton had traveled to uh, to Canada, 
George W. Bush had traveled to Canada and Mexico, so he, that's good, traveled to two places. Obama had traveled to Canada, UK, France, Germany, Czech Republic, Turkey, Iraq, Mexico, and Trinidad and Tobago. And at this, on the apology tour. Of course, yes, yes. And then Trump has gone, not a fucking where. <laughs> Mar-a-Lago. Right, right, right. It's a whole other country. Trust me. I've been around that area. It's a whole other <laughs> <laughs> We'll give him a checkpoint. They should have an international travel line when you cross South Florida. <laughs> it, might Florida. As, it might as well be Latin America, right? <laughs> According to some people. That's for sure. As my dad used to say, you need a passport to come into Miami. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it does, it's not surprising. He He's xenophobic. He is obviously needs a lot of more medical care than we are being led on to believe. Got to be something going on there. Because um, it's just very strange, his mobility issues. Yeah. It's kind of weird. He basically doesn't, I and mean, he doesn't like to sleep anywhere other than his own bed. He's literally only spent, been overnight to Mar-a-Lago and to the White House. That's it. I'm sure that the Mar-a-Lago is like his home. Yeah. Supposedly that's like his favorite place. All right, let's talk executive orders. Even though Obama was castigated for kind of <laughs> legislating by the pen, Clinton at this point had 13 executive orders. Bush had 11, Obama had 19, and Trump, 32. <laughs> and, okay, so let's talk laws signed. Is it because he ran out of ink in his crane and he couldn't do more? I know, right? He actually got scared because a few of them got, you know, called unconstitutional. <laughs> he actually... Technicalities, yes, yes. Let's talk about the laws they've signed. So at this point, Clinton had signed 22 uh, laws, Bush 7, Obama 14, and yes, Trump has signed 29, but the majority of these are literally rolling back last, like the 90 days of Obama legislation. Like that's literally pretty much all it's been. He's got nothing significant to sign for. At this point, Obama had signed a stimulus package, the Lily Dead Better Act, and was in the throes of the healthcare debate. So while he may have signed less legislation, it was surely more significant. Because I can't think of a major, there's no major legislation that Trump has signed. Like it's all been like, roll back what the black guy did. Roll it back. (laughs) Roll it back. Roll it back. Mm -hmm. And he only has this window right now to do it. Like I think it's literally the 100 days where you can roll back the last 100 days. You know what I mean? So is that how it works? Yeah, pretty much. That's why. So I'm sure he's gonna like have even less now because they actually, it the time the time frame for it is is passing up. Okay, he's gonna go take a vacation now. Yeah, he's he's worked too hard. <laughs> he's gotta go do more golfing. Um, I mean, he already, didn't he say that he didn't know this job was gonna be this hard? He did say that. And that same Reuters, yeah, that same Reuters interview. Whoever would have thought, and um, he wanted his life to be, his life was other's life. He thought it would be easier. His other life was, he had a good life. Um, just go back to it, please. <laughs> no, no, no. Bye. Pants. No, 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 I don't want pants. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I know. Trump's 100 days by the numbers. Let's talk about approval rating. 
at this point in their presidency, Obama was sitting at about 70%, Bush at 65%, Clinton at 55%, and Trump is at 42%. (laughs) That's pretty high. Uh, Yeah, for him, for how pathetic he is, BS. Let's talk about just the 100 days as a whole, like... How are we feeling? What are what's our highlight, a low light for us? What do you guys want to talk about? Oh, there's been so many highlights. But Should we talk he about? He can't pass a single thing. Yes, he has a he has a supermajority. They can't get their shit together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone's protesting against him. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, motherfucker can't defund Planned Parenthood still. Uh, and he had a list of 20, 28 campaign promises that he said was a contact between Donald J. Trump and the American voter. And he's not done shit. None of those promises. There's no wall. Obamacare is still the law of the land. The Muslim ban has been canceled twice. Sanctuary cities are still going strong. Hillary's still definitely not in jail. <laughs> he might be the one that ends up in jail. God willing. NAFTA still there. The Keystone pipelines are coming back, but with Russian steel, not American steel, like you said. There's no coal jobs. <laughs> so uh, I mean, what did he do? He went golfing, right? And he ate a lot of steaks he- with ketchup. Well done, steaks with ketchup. And apparently. his wife finally got freedom from him. This is probably the best thing, for right, Melania? For me, the highlights have been for fear. Uh, I think among the immigrant community, people not going to the doctor, not going to their jobs, not going to church, the drop violence cases, uh, like domestic violence cases, mm-hmm. to go to court. And what they are doing in instilling fear all over the country, I think it's very close to... I think internal terrorism and it's and to their own citizens, even the people who are undocumented, they're still living here and they still have rights according to the constitution and those rights are being violated left and right. Yeah. I, I think I try to be, for me, the highlight was probably the women's March because I think we all felt so helpless seeing him take the oath of officer, knowing that he was installed, as I like to say. And then just seeing the throngs of people in the street the day after just kind of gave me hope and reminded me that it's it's like we the majority of us don't f- agree with him, you know? And I think even though I knew that, obviously Hills won the majority of the popular vote, it was still like a needed reminder and like a little bit of fuel to the fire of like, okay, we can do this. We can stand up to this idiot and... We'll figure out how to survive somehow. 100 days, guys. 100 days. 100 days? You didn't do the research on how many marches we've had in these 100 days. Ah, that's a good point. Well, we can, we can t- name them. The Women's March, the Climate March, the airports for the Muslim ban, okay. March for Science, the Tax Day March, Climate March... That's like seven right there. <laughs> like big yeah. ones. That's okay, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they did... Yeah, the weekend was the science march, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
this this weekend, this past one was the climate march. And then they did the, they did the people's filibuster during right before the Gorsuch. Oh yeah, I, that, let's talk oh. about that because that's we'll have to but, give it to him. That's his only success. He managed to steal that seat. But you know what though, I have to say it's not really Trump's success. That's Mitch McConnell's stubborn, ma- maniacal, fucking asshole that pulled that off. It had nothing to do with Trump other than he nominated someone. I don't know. I I just want the world to hang on until I go see Hamilton next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta be in the room where it happens, Carla. Although talking about look okay, so let's talk about like Hamilton and Lin Manuel, which brings me to the most recent scandal amongst the left. Obama getting paid four hundred thousand dollars for a speech. Oh my god, yeah. Fools only have an issue when it's not a white man. They so, have never cared about this. What what yeah, seriously, when the lady and the black guy got some money, is that what is the problem? <laughs> yep. Not only that, Bernie saying that it's distasteful. He paid his campaign manager eight hundred thousand dollars a month. I not his campaign manager. Listen, Wait, was it? when you have three houses, I'm gonna need you to not talk about people having too much money. Money, right? Yeah. But I mean, honestly, it's all ridiculous. This is kind of been funny, but it's not helpful and kind of hurt us so much and divided us in the last election. I hope. Um, I think it's time that we wrap up the show, ladies. This has been POC Podcast, a politics podcast from a POC perspective. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll come back for more. Please leave us a review on iTunes. You can, of course, subscribe there. Uh, You can also catch us on Android and Google Play Store. We'd love to hear your feedback and leave reviews there. You know, we'd appreciate a positive one. Five-star reviews are always favorited, so please go in there and do that for us. It helps people find the show and find more awesome listeners like yourself. So that's always appreciated if you guys can take some time and do that. We love your feedback. You can reach us all kinds of ways. You can find us at pocpodcast.com. There you can find all the show notes for all the articles and all the things that we mentioned. Um, you can also leave comments about the show. You can also you can find us on Twitter. We are at POC Podcast. You can find us at Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash POC Podcast. You can leave us feedback with your lovely voices at 347-709-3247 and we will play your feedback on the show. If you leave us some feedback, we'll also be happy to read it and as a little incentive to get you guys to subscribe and to leave some feedback on iTunes, we're happy to read your reviews. So go do it. Be sure to tell your friends all about the POC podcast and how to subscribe and how to find us. And we will be back next week with more show for you guys. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.